battle droids on Naboo. As the Separatist Rebellion rages through the galaxy, even peaceful planets are threatened. Following the discovery of Separatist droids wandering the grassy wasteland, Naboo is once again on high alert. Fearing their home is facing another invasion, Senator Amidala and Representative Binks race to Naboo to assess the situation. Meanwhile, near the Gungan Swamplands, an even graver threat is about to be discovered. Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar. Welcome to the 42nd virus hunting episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Please make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. Shared amongst your your family members, enemies, loved ones, hated ones, blood feud rivals, pets, all of it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you are so inclined, please give us those sweet, sweet, sweet fives or reviews. They are are so critically important to helping small independent shows like us uh, stand out, not get lost in the shuffle, in the in the complete deluge of content in this world we live in. And uh, hey, we think we're making a pretty darn good show over here, so. The more people checking it out, the better for all involved. All right, we are back for another action-packed episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars. We are racing towards the finale of Season 1. It, it, is, it is within sight at this point. Like We are right there on the edge, on the precipice of finishing Season 1 of the show. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about things, and I think what we're going to do moving forward... Uh, and as we wrap up season one, I think we're going to be doing season two concurrently with the Bad Batch. Do you, do you think that might be confusing? If like on Mondays we drop an episode of the season two review, and then on Fridays we do our Bad Batch episodes, will that work okay? You think, or should we wait and do that after the Bad Batch? Let me know what you think. This is this is this is your show as much as it is mine. Uh, so if you'd rather wait till we get to get to season two after the Bad Batch, uh, we can easily accommodate all those listening desires. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, we could we could go that route. I'm, I'm having fun doing doing the two shows a week. Uh, it's working out pretty nicely. You know, the the one of the biggest benefits of reviewing Star Wars The Clone Wars in this format is that, um, you know, it's a very digestible show. It's, it's 22, 24, 20 minutes long, you know, something like that. Right in that wheelhouse of 20-ish minutes. Of, of show and uh, you know maybe i'll change my mind as we start getting into more uh complex episodes but uh you know reviewing them has been has been i don't want to say it's easy by any means but it's 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 not been uh the 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 herculean challenge uh that i that i thought it would be so um i'm i'm really i'm really going i'm really enjoying going through these and and hopefully you all are enjoying that as well let's go ahead Think about what I just said. Get back to me on that. You know how to do so. 
at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Let me know what, what kind of format you're interested in moving forward. Should we just focus on the Bad Batch and, and, and dissecting those episodes and kind of slow down the season two stuff? Or do you want me to kind of trickle those in there? It's up to you. All right, let's get into this week's show, or the, today's episode in particular. Season one, episode 17, Blue Shadow Virus. Originally aired February 13th, 2009. Now, uh, of note, I believe originally they aired this as a uh, as an hour-long special because I believe the air date uh, for our next show is the same. And I sort of vaguely remember it being uh, um, this, this uh, you know, Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars uh, special when it, when it originally dropped back in 2009. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to hear two dates. <laughs> They're two of the same dates, and it, that would be by design. By design. All right, this week's episode, again, we said, that we said the title, The Blue Shadow Virus. Let's go ahead and give you the plot for this week's episode. Evil scientist Dr. Nuvo Vindi is recreating the dreaded Blue Shadow Virus in his secret underground lab on Naboo. When he captures Senator Amidala and Jar Jar Binks, Anakin and Obi-Wan mount a rescue operation. There it is. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, this episode is uh, it's, it's based off a script by Jen Klein, written by uh, Craig Tightly, uh, Henry Gilroy, and Scott Murphy, who are also contributing writers on the episode. It is directed by G and Carlo Volpe, and and or is it Volp? I say Volpe, but uh, I don't know. There's no accent there. I could be dead wrong about that. This week's episode, our main cast. This episode, as I as I knock the microphone over, professional podcast <laughs> and you wonder why Spotify hasn't offered me 10 million dollars yet to come and do the show there uh, this week's episode are our main cast members Catherine Tabor back as Padme Amidala Matt Lanter as Anakin Skywalker James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano BJ Hughes returns as Jar Jar Binks for better or worse Michael York plays Dr. Nouveau Vindy James, uh, James Mathis III is Captain Typho D. Bradley Baker as the Clone Troopers and Captain Rex. Anthony Daniels returns as C-3PO. Gwendolyn Yeo as Peppy Bao. And we will talk about Peppy Bao. Phil Lamar, the great Phil Lamar, as the tactical droid. Tom Kane as Yoda and our narrator. Matthew Wood back of the battle droids. Jamila McMillan becomes Queen. Neyun... No, I said it wrong. Neyuntni. Queen Neyuntni of Naboo. And David Accord is the voice of the Rabbit Droid. Always, I always like that Rabbit Droid. It's such a silly design, uh, sort of like the the round bulbous body, particularly at the bottom, and like those little tiny legs it's on. I've always enjoyed the silliness of the Rabbit Droid. Uh, but that is our cast for this this week's episode, and and uh, now it's time to talk about it proper. And we can only do that once your bucket is in place. So here it is. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. We came as soon as we could, my lady. Have you found any more droids? Only the three. But you can be sure they aren't tourists. I need you to convince the Senate or the Jedi Council or whoever is in charge of this terrible war that we are threatened. They'll need more proof. Finding a couple of battle droids will not be enough. Captain Typho, the battle droid is ready for analysis. All right, so the Blue Shadow Virus. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this episode. It's not my favorite. I feel like this two-parter um, 
is it's one of those episodes it's it's you know if you remember watching back on star trek the next generation in particular and, and even a little bit into ds9 um you always kind of had like these clunker episodes uh right before the big the big stuff came and that, that's sort of what this episode and and next episode uh sort of feel like is like these, these sort of clunkers before the big the big stuff gets here and you know, after this two-parter, we we get into like, some Ryloth stuff, and I remember the Ryloth episodes being uh, a particularly good and sort of a, a turning point for the for the show as a whole. Uh, this episode, this episode, and the next week's episode, they just sort of feel like uh, uh, placeholders in a sense. Uh, if there's one thing to take away from this episode that I thought was interesting, uh, was sort of like a lot of the callbacks uh, to episode one to to the Phantom Menace uh, with with Amidala's, uh, you know, returning to Theed which is, you know, the capital city of Naboo, uh, and, and, and assuring this queen that the Senate will do nothing without more evidence. You know, a couple battle droids mean nothing. They, she had an entire, uh, you know, blockade on her planet, and, and the Senate did nothing. But, of course, we all know, we all know that was due to the corruption of the Senate and, and the will of Sheev Palpatine. Big old Sheev dropping his uh, Sheeviness, even though he was just, a, just, a, just an ambassador, just a, just a senator at that point. Uh, not an ambassador. He was a senator. I take that back. Misspoke. Um, what else do I have to say about this one? Uh, you know, we see Captain Typho again. That's just interesting. And I don't know. We, we go back to the hangar bay in Theed, like we saw from episode one. Again, a lot of the callbacks are really neat. It's... I, I, I sort of wonder what the, the overarching plan of the Separatists is at this point. You know, it seems like putting... A bioweapons laboratory on Naboo is kind of calling a bit of attention to yourself. You know, is it just the sheer arrogance of the separatists? Uh, is this uh, um, the chancellor the, 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 of, the, of the Trade Federation trying to lash out at, at, at Padme again for what for the, the perceived wrongs that he, she has committed against him? Uh, it, it, you know, it seems like Darth Sidious as the as the mastermind of this would would just be kind of like if you really wanted this this shadow virus this this blue shadow virus to be an effective weapon against against the uh the forces of the republic you might put it in a world that didn't have like one of the primary movers and shakers of the republic you know that that they call home they would be heavily invested in finding this virus now again they don't know what's going on with the virus these droids have just been spotted that's the only indication that something's going on um I still find it something to think about. <laughs> let's let's before we get let's let's kind of get into the episode proper here. Um, let's give our Jedi fortune cookie. Fear is the disease. Hope is its only cure. Again, the the the, the clunkerish nature of these two episodes uh, remind me that uh, our Jedi fortune cookies are not very good in these next two episodes. Heavy heavy reliance on hope. And, and sort of silliness, fear. I guess I guess fear is a disease in a lot of senses. Uh, um, I don't know if hope is a cure. Usually a shot in the arm would be a cure. <laughs> but maybe that's just because the world we live in right now dictates <laughs> that a shot in the arm might be the best way to alleviate the fear of, the, of a uh, disease that is uh, currently sweeping the globe. Maybe maybe I'm just I'm I'm become jaded by reality for this particular episode of the show. All right, so as as our opening uh, scene, our transition scene set up, uh, they have recovered a tactical droid's head, 
and and they're going to try and get the information from this head so they can figure out what the separatists are doing here on Naboo. This scene is, uh, well, it's interesting. It's a it's a droid autopsy. It's it's uh, C-3PO attempting to mislead a droid into revealing information, tactical information that will help the the, the security forces of Naboo uh, uh, figure out the plot of the separatist forces here. And and it is listen the interrogation of the tactical droid is interesting. Uh, there is a bit of a misspeak in here at one point where um, C-3PO talks about the droid's medical heroics. So the the rumor is uh, that at some point in the script, it was a medical droid that was captured and not a tactical droid. So so Anthony Daniels was given those lines of, speak to us of your medical heroics. And and in actuality, they changed it to a tactical droid. So so C3, C-3PO has a bit of a, a miss. A misstep because of a, a late change addition, change changing of the script, as it were. Uh, this scene, I like this scene, but it's offset by the sheer buffoonery of Jar Jar Binks, which is, again, it's. I want to be in Jar Jar's corner, but then you get into like these episodes like this one where he should be paying attention. He should be more central to what's going on with Amidala and, and, and the people of Naboo. It's his planet as well. Uh, but instead he goes to taste or he goes to chase after a tasty uh, tasty bug that he, he recognizes from a specific region of the planet. Now that comes in handy as they figure out after he, his bungle his uh, buffoonery and his, his uh, bungling uh, basically kills kills, terminates the droid that has the information before he can before the droid can spill the beans on what's going on and where this lab is that he, he refers to. Uh, but 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 Jar Jar, knowing that this this bug comes from a specific part of the planet, points them in in the right direction. So they get where they're going regardless of his I'm just gonna say bungle. Bungled buffoonery. We'll go back back to buffoonery. His buffoonery doesn't end up costing them in the long run. Is that scene beneficial to kids? Do they like it when his tongue gets stuck in the gears of an astromech's dome and the dome becomes on top of Jar Jar's dome? I didn't care for it, but I don't. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just out of touch with with that. It just it it, it was so distracting, and I don't know. I, I guess I wanted more from Jar Jar than, than kind of reverting to like the simple "I'm hungry all the time." So I make bad things happen. I'm in your corner, Jar Jar, but sometimes you make it really, really hard. It is at this point that Padme makes a communication to the Jedi Council, addressing Jedi, uh, Jedi Master Yoda, and uh, makes a request for Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin to come out to aid in uh, in, in discovering the Separatist plot and, 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 and looking for this lab. She, now, her reasoning is to have Obi-Wan come out because uh, there are tensions between the Naboo and the Gungans right now. And Obi-Wan is very much trusted by the Gungans, I would assume, based on the events of Episode 1. So that that's kind of like the rationale to get uh, Anakin out there. So it's it's at this point, you, you can't, we kind of have to wonder, as an audience, you know, what do the Jedi believe is going on here you know obviously it should be obvious to any any member of the jedi order not just the council that anakin 
and Amidala spend an awful lot of time together, whether inadvertently through through the course of the war, or you know at these moments when they, when Padme makes a request of of this nature, and and uh, I don't know. I think we're as as the show goes on, we will get to sort of explore like what do they really know, you know, or, or do they have any idea what's going on? Like, are the Jedi this blind? To what's going on beneath them? Are they so distracted and so consumed by the war that they can't see what's going on before them? And you would think that Obi-Wan might have a little bit... You know, every now and then you get, like, a look from Kenobi that would seem to sort of indicate that he is aware of something. The the bond between them and the and the connection between them at the very, very least. Um, and, and that's going to be something we talk about more about in Season 2. Uh, once we get to, to Mandalore and to Duchess Satine. We will talk about the sort of uh, um, similarities in their in their journeys as, as Jedi Knights uh, between Obi-Wan and Anakin, and again, the role of attachment and, and forsaking that attachment for, for, the, for the benefit of the Jedi Order. And, and we're going to get there. But this is an episode that kind of causes me to, to kind of pause, because like I said, I think this episode is clunky. And... Again, it's one of those things where I, I, if I was Yoda, I'd be like, mm, "Do you really need you know anyone that can talk to the the Gungans? Let's let's come on." <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I'm just fired up about it. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Again, again, and let let's get let me get to the crux of why I really don't like this episode that much. We have talked about it before in earlier episodes where it has happened before. Padme captured once again by enemy forces. I've sort of have had enough of that that trope here in season one. It's ridiculous. I I've I've had enough of it. Uh, she, you know, she ends up getting tortured later in the scene, and it, it it's just I I've, I've Star Wars is better than that. Star Wars is better than capturing its female characters for its male characters to rescue. Now, I'm not trying to imply that that is the directly what's happening here, that it's a, a statement of masculinity versus femininity. That's, that's not what I'm getting at. It, it just seems like in some of these these, uh, these 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 placeholder episodes that that's the trope they go to, is that Padme needs rescued by Anakin, and that's what you know that's how we're going to get them to spend time with each other. There, there are so many better ways to do that. I think you know that. Now I, I get it. There's some limitations due to the, to the, the constrictive nature of a 22- to 24-minute episode of TV. But... You've worn this out at this point. Like, this is what, like the fourth, fifth time she's been captured this season? If she was an actress, if this, if, if, if obviously Catherine Tabor is an actress, but if this was a, a real life, you know, a live action series, the, the, the female lead would be, like, I would imagine she'd be pretty annoyed at this point. Like, I'm captured again for the love of God. So I, that's sort of like the big crux of, of, of this episode's problems for me. And now we've we've we have not met Doctor Nuva Vindi, but oh boy, what a caricature he is! And I didn't care for that very much either. So that's kind of where my head is at uh, on a lot of this episode. I I have a problem with Padme's capture. Uh, Jar Jar's bungling is is one thing, and 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 the, the sort of and I I I recognize exactly what I'm saying when I say this, but the cartoonish nature of Doctor Nuva Vindi as as this like sort of mad evil scientist who uh, for reasons unknown just wants to recreate this this deadly virus and you know we sort of get into like we don't really explore his his motivations for this to any great detail 
we don't under we don't really get under, we don't really get a full explanation of what the blue shadow virus was when it was uh a, a, you know apparently a plague that swept the galaxy x amount of years ago we just know that it's real real bad and that uh, the galaxy united to to eradicate it and now this guy's trying to bring it back do we need to know more about it no probably not um but it would be a more interesting episode to get a little bit of the background a little bit of Vindy's motives for bringing it back other than that he's just kind of kooky and again they give you very basic reasons why he wants to do these things very basic I'm looking for a little bit more of a, a fully formed explanation a little bit more fully ration more fully formed rationale for why this is the way he thinks this way um and you don't get that and and that's that's sad. <laughs> That's sad. Like I said, this this episode just feels very placeholder until we get to the big three part Ryloth epic. Uh, that that'll be sort of the crowning achievement of of a season one of the show. Uh, it's at this point we find out that that due to the testing that's going on, the water supply has been poisoned. We are introduced to our female Gungan, Peppy Bow. Uh, she offers to guide Padme and Jar Jar, who have gone to uh, explore the edges of the of the. Naboo, um, what are they called? The grasslands, and and then towards the swamps. You know, Peppy Bow is like some kind of a, a, a Gungan nerf herder person. I, I forget. The, <laughs> I know they're not nerfs, but you know what I mean. Those big giant creatures that Anakin and Padme ride on in in Attack of the Clones. She seems to be a, a shepherd of them. Um, and again, and I, I guess I should mention too, it's at this point that the battle droids capture Padme again. And and we we meet our uh, ridiculous bioweapon scientist, uh, uh, Nuvo Vindi. And let's go ahead and play a clip of Nuvo Vindi right now. Are you? Why are you holding us? Wonderful oh. specimens. What's a life form like you doing in a swamp like this? I was about to ask you the same thing. Thanks to the support of my compassionate friends in the Separatist Alliance, I am creating life! Also, you're creating life! I'm so pleased you inquired. A demonstration is in order. Allow me to present the return of the infamous Blue Shadow Virus! The Blue Shadow Virus? I thought that deadly disease was extinct. Yes, it was wiped from the galaxy generations ago, but I have given it life once again. Ah, you're not creating life. You're taking life. You're poisoning the Gungan water. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, 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 yes. Unfortunately, the blue shadow virus in its natural form thrives only in water. Okay, I've had enough of that. <laughs> I can't handle it. I I generally enjoy Michael York as an actor, but like this this is just cartoonish and and over the top silliness that uh, I I don't I I don't know it does it doesn't resonate for me. Does does it does it resonate for you? Does it take away the seriousness of of what is happening here? And maybe that's another part of the episode that I, I guess I just don't care for. Is sort of the they don't really address the you know, the elephant in the room here. They don't talk about bioweapons production and its use in warfare. It, it's just kind of accepted as, yes, it's bad, but, you know, we, we move on from there. And 
and yeah, that that's sort of it. It's um, it's a shame. It's a shame they don't do a little bit more with with, with talking about some of these 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 big headier topics. Uh, but we find out in that scene, as if I were to let it have finished playing out, that Vindy is 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 taking the blue shadow virus and he's he is. Uh, changing it and making it an airborne virus so that it will be uh, highly contagious, highly uh, lethal, and will wreak havoc wherever it shall go. Now let's go ahead and cut to uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan arriving. And Anakin having just a a purely emotional reaction to everything that's going on. And, oh boy, you know, <laughs> it's it's something else. General Kenobi. Anakin, we're so glad Where's you're... Senator Amidala? She went to look for the lab. And you let her go. Senator Patrick Rude. can be very hard to stop once she has made up her mind. Good point. I know what you mean. This is Pepe Bao. She was the last person to see them. Padme sent her here to safety. They're so looking for the sick maker. They? Representative Binks was with her. Go with the Gungan. See if you can find them. You've got it, Master. Why didn't you send someone to look for them? Considering the latest developments, we thought it was best to wait for you. What latest developments? We did a robo-lobotomy on the battle droids and came up with this piece of memory. Who is that? All right, this is where they get to learn about Dr. Vindy's presence here. Um, again, Anakin's highly emotional reaction on the forefront. Obi-Wan just, you know, oh, that's Anakin being Anakin. And it's like, I... I, I there's a lot of things in this episode that brush up against me. I'm trying not to be a negative Nelly about it. Um, on the plus side, I I sort of liked meeting a Gungan that is uh, smart and capable, like Peppy Bao. I think that is a wonderful contrast to what we often get with uh, the silliness of Jar Jar Binks, uh, particularly in these last couple of episodes. And I, I feel... I feel bad for the voice actor taking on this role. I think it's a. Let me see. I gotta look it up again. But we, you know, we know we talked about how Ahmed Best took a break from being Jar Jar at this point, and and they have they had B J Hughes come on board, and I feel like B J's just got the worst job in the world at this point because Jar Jar's got nothing good going on, and and it's just this this sort of uh, silliness of the character just kind of takes over. And it bums me out. It really does. I want to be in Jar Jar's corner. You know, I, I I don't subscribe to the the fun internet theories about how Jar Jar's a secret Sith Lord. But, I mean, you could... <laughs> the argument can and has been made that uh, not the most helpful of, of, of uh, beings in the, in the Star Wars galaxy at this point. Uh, but it's at this point we, we get Ahsoka and Pepe setting out. They go out and they find the lab, basically. Uh, they're there, and they're they're gonna they're gonna cause some trouble. Be, to, that will allow they're basically gonna cause a diversion. That's gonna allow Anakin, Obi Wan, and Rex and the clones to drop into the base, and and infiltrate. And they do that, and Ahsoka gets to have a really cool scene where uh, she uses the Force to activate a thermal detonator, and uh, we get a really cool battle in like these circular hallways of the laboratory. I thought that was a lot of fun. I really really enjoyed that. All right, so eventually everyone gets to infiltrate the base. They close in on Dr. Vindy. Dr. Vindy, this is when Dr. Vindy uh, tortures 
uh, Padme and Jar Jar, thus giving the the hero's dilemma: save your friends or stop the Doctor. Well, Anakin of course chooses to save Padme and Jar Jar by coincidence, and Doctor Vindy makes his escape. At this point, it uh, Rex. I'm sorry, not Rex. Uh, uh, Cody and Obi-Wan are racing to find the bombs to make sure they don't go off. They're trying to prevent Naboo from being swept up by the Blue Shadow virus. Let's go ahead and play the, a little bit of this sequence here. We are towards this about right around the 17-minute mark. I'm sorry, closer to the 18-minute mark of the episode. Uh, so I'm going to let it play here. And you can kind of hear... Again, when, when the action gets going, it, it, this is a perfectly fine episode. And it makes it makes up for some of the, the, the shortcomings in the... the um, again, kind of like sort of chopped up not maybe not chopped up, but just clunkiness of the episode. Uh, so here's Obi Wan and Cody entering the bomb room. Well, looks like the bomb room. Yes, and luckily they appear inactive. Vindy activates the bombs. I spoke too soon. Get these deactivated now. Anakin, I'm guessing you didn't capture the Doctor. I'm working on it. Do you have the bombs? I'm working on it. Dr. Vindy has remotely activated the bombs. They're counting down. That's great. And on top of that, one of them seems to be missing. It's down here somewhere. Ahsoka, we've got another situation. Send all the clones to search the facility. We've got a miss... Master? We've got a missing bomb and a trigger-happy mad doctor on the loose. Missing bomb? I saw Dr. Vindy give a little droid a bomb. You guys split up. Find that droid. You heard him. Let's move. All right, so now we got Ahsoka and some clones. They're going to try and track down the rabbit droid. But, of course, uh, Padme and Jar Jar are going to be the ones who find the rabbit droid because they're in this episode and they need something to do at this point. Um, you also get to go into this plant room, which we see a little bit more of in the next episode. But I think this is... They don't say it overtly, but obviously these, these plants are, are probably part of the reason why... Vindy was able to recreate the Blue Shadow virus. But it, again, it's one of these, epi- these these things in the episode where, you know, yeah, a little bit more context could have been helpful to to kind of fleshing out the plot and giving a little bit more detail and information on, on what's going on here. We, we're, we're not made aware of like, the, the relevance of these plans. I think we're just supposed to sort of infer it, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with, with making an inference here based off, off of our observations. That's that's not necessarily the critique. I just, it, I just think it's another example of how uh, so much of this episode is a little undercooked, a little underdeveloped, and and you know it it's, it makes for a a less than in a hundred percent enjoyable viewing experience when you're kind of bumping up against some of these little things like that. Uh, we're, we're, I'm going to fast forward here to to sort of the end of the end of the episode here, where because uh, we get we get to we get a big fight. Again, they track down Vindy. He's making his right, his escape. He's raising up on this platform. He's throwing vials of the Blue Shadow Virus off the platform. And Obi-Wan makes an awesome backwards fall off the platform to catch the vials in midair. Uh, the same thing goes on when he gets to, to the deck. He, th- he throws another one, and, and Anakin has to go get it. And that opens up the door for Peppy Bow to save the day. And he makes the catch. Peppy on top of Dr. Vindy. Throttle him. Yes! The bomb's going off and we're all going to die! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! Die! 
deactivated. And plenty of time to spare. Let me out. Oh. Ahsoka, are you there? I'm here, Master. The bomb has been deactivated. Did you find Vindy? Deactivated as well. Have you seen Padme? She's right next to me. I'm okay, too. Thanks for asking. And as if that wasn't going to be great enough, there's a second part right after it. Um, am I way off base? Do you all think that I am out of line on, on some of the, some of the things that I've I've mentioned here with this episode? It it, it it there's just things in this one that bump up against me that that kind of rub me the wrong way. They they uh when they when they brush up against me, they it's there's no sparks of electricity. There's sparks of anger that lead to the dark side, that lead to hate and all that good stuff. And I, I don't hate the episode. It, it it just has this sort of feel of, we all, hey, you know, we need we have this really great Ryloth three-parter coming up, but we need to fill some space in the season. You know, we've got this, this 21-episode season order from, from Cartoon Network. We need, we need two more shows. What can we do? We'll take this very basic plot of a bioweapon and stretch it out into two episodes, but never really address the wrongness of bioweapons. And now, granted, we will get there. There are plenty of bioweapons in seasons to come of <laughs> Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just an undercooked one, in my opinion. I don't really have anything else to say about this episode. Uh, it's it's fine. You can watch it. It's not completely intolerable. Um, for me, it, it, it rates like a 5.5. And I, I mostly give it that because I liked the action in it so much. I liked the uh, that circular hallway battle. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, the clone stuff's always great, so I, I don't have any, any qualms about that. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think I give a point five also to, uh, to Peppy Bow, helping redeem the Gungans, <laughs> in a sense. We see a female Gungan, which I also think is significant. We didn't really talk about that too much. Uh, you know, we first talked about her a little bit. But we we see a, a very capable female Gungan, which is great, and and again, such a weird contrast to, to to Padme, who we know is this supremely capable character, but she has spent the majority of her appearances in season one just being captured, and that's very very annoying and very very frustrating because we know Padme is better than that, and and we can blame Jar Jar all we want, it's not always his fault that she's getting captured. It is uh, the fault of uh, poor. Well, I shouldn't say poor writing, but um, not well thought out writing in, in some instances. And and that is a shame because uh, a couple of these writers, particularly Henry Gilroy, whose work I am quite familiar with, I know is better than that. But that's okay. That's okay. Can't blame everything for everything. There were even directives here that we didn't understand, that we are not aware of. That's okay. Let's just move on with our lives. Again, I'm, I'm rating this one a little harshly. Five and a half. The battle stuff's neat. It's not a, a completely vexing episode, but it, there, there's enough enough in here to, to cause me to, to, to bump up against it. And, and uh, for that, it gets dinged heavily in our ratings. All right, let's wrap up this episode of the show. I want to thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please keep in mind what we talked about earlier on the show about... You know, should I continue doing one episode of season two on like on Mondays uh, and then Fridays saving those for Bad Batch? Or should we focus exclusively on Bad Batch content until that season is done? 
and then we'll go back into uh, doing season two episodes. And they'll probably be twice a week as well. Again, I am enjoying the twice a week. We're kind of getting to crank through some episodes faster than, than initially planned, and I like that a lot more for the show, especially since we're doing shorter shows right now. You know, this is not like when we did the Mandalorian breakdowns, and we were doing minimum hour-long podcasts. Uh, this is a much different beast at this point. And, and you know, if, I, if I'm going to do a half an hour, 30-minute, 35-minute show, I can definitely do two of those a week to, to keep providing the entertainment that... Hopefully you all <laughs> have come to expect from me. Um, so keep me keep that in mind. And remember, the best way to let me know what you think, reach out on social media. Make sure you're giving us a follow uh, on Instagram and Twitter. It's at, at Mando underscore Vision. Again, Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show. Long-form thoughts are, are totally welcome in the email box. MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing the show. On all your favorite platforms, we are on so many. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, uh, like RadioFM.com, something, uh, uh, Pandora. We got the Audible. We got the app, Amazon Music. The, the The number of networks we are on is is continuing to grow and grow and grow and grow. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much that more and more people are checking out the show and, and seem to be digging what we're doing over here. It's just a fun little independent Star Wars podcast, and I'm so appreciative of the people who take the time to listen, and even more appreciative of the people who take the time to to to, to reach out with feedback and, and, and comment. I'm talking to you, Rural Farmer Boy. I'm talking to you. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, remember five-star reviews are insanely helpful. Writing a review for a podcast is a great, great way to support a podcast, help spread the word. Make sure your friends, family, and loved ones know about the show. Make sure your enemies, your rivals, uh, people you're in blood feuds and death matches with like the show as well. Because, hey, we got to grow. We got to grow. We got to grow. We are a small independent Star Wars podcast. We're not going anywhere. We're here for the long haul. Uh, you're stuck with me until I'm dead. I'm going to die on this microphone. Much as my wife wishes that wasn't the case, I'm going to die on this microphone doing a Star Wars podcast. I have foreseen it. Palpatine has foreseen it. So buck, buck, buckle up those helmets. Just keep them on. Just keep them on. We'll be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Remember, there's only one way to end the podcast. And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>